0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll. This is your daily or every weekday, every weekday NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel, which is, of course, the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. You can visit thehammer.bet for all of your sports betting content needs during the all-star break, especially when there's not as much NBA to bet on other than the weekend where we have those festivities, which we're going to go through a little bit later on in today's show. But if you guys have been enjoying the content on this channel in particular, please make sure you hit the like button to support us and make sure you also subscribe. I mean, we had a lot of subscribers come through yesterday, and yesterday's actually was our most viewed stream thus far. So thank you guys for supporting us as we transition just primarily to YouTube. Unfortunately, we do. (laughs) People were looking forward to this part. Uh, But we do have to update the hook counter. Um, This was supposed to be a, a... little bit of an experiment where I just showcased that eventually it all evens out. It will all get back to, to 500. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, we're, we're at the point where I, I think we are going to... We, we're, we're able to classify this as a pretty unlucky season. Um, since we started counting, we have lost five bets to the hook, and we only have won one on the hook. And that's a swing of more than four units, uh, maybe even close to five units uh, on those uh, the four difference that is because we have one hook win and we have five hook losses. that is four hooks that have been losses in a row. Brandon Ingram unfortunately over there. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to the regression. People are saying it's gonna be an insane run when this eventually evens out. but um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Let's pull up the bets from yesterday. So we can see what went on. It was at least the hook did not cost us uh, too much here. It was a split day on this one, two and two. So we lose the VIG, unfortunately. Uh, we're 90 and 72 on the season now. four uh, percent, Just under 4% ROI plus plus three point seven point three units. Excuse me. Brandon Ingram over 25 and a half. He ends on 25. That was the hook loss. Uh, a lot to cover here, uh, Pips. Uh, just some of the entire slate of betting in general, just so we can get to the official pick soon. Uh,
1: we can. We only have one pick, so we can go through it to, to this because there sure. are some interesting spots that I need to talk. So let's first start with the winners. Uh, we'll talk about it in the discussion. So I will leave that one out. The Next the Bulls one, Paces
0: the- one you're referring yeah. to. How about yeah. those bulls blowing a twenty-four point lead? As you said, we'll talk more later. Uh, second, the winner was in the Sixers uh, Cavaliers game, where a blowout almost killed this, but it did win in the end.
1: Yeah, I don't believe in blowouts uh, by Doc Rivers. I wasn't. Yes, concerned. that's true. Yeah, I wasn't concerned <laughs> about this one. Like, I, it was like they were down thirty, but like, it's like they'll make a run, and especially when I said like this one was interesting. So the game started. And Embiid was actually uh, showing on the hedging the screens, and it was a, a, a panic attack by Cleveland Cavaliers because you when you hedge the screens you like take away Mitchell's best of, w- offensive w- weapon and you take away Garland's best offensive weapon, and you so they just hedge the screens and uh left wide open Okoro and Evan Mobley in the corners so like imagine taking away best offensive weapon of Garland and Mitchell and the cost is wide open Okoro and Evan Mobley like every team will do this like in the playoffs and they didn't they completely shut down offense I think they scored 35 points in the first in the first half like they were like um and these hedges of the screens created turnovers and 76 scored a ton of points on through the transition and that's why the lead was so big at the halftime and the second half doc rivers went back to drop coverage with Embiid, and when i saw this okay like cleveland maybe can even win this at the end and they had a chance yeah at the end but 76ers made some lucky shots and and, and won the game. So, yeah, it was, like, interesting. One of the most interesting games of the season so far for for everyone that was watching. uh, It's not like, oh, uh, 76ers are making lucky everything in the first half, and uh, someone would, like, say clearance can make a bucket. It's worrying. no, it was, like, 76ers being up 25 at the half was a realistic like the way they were playing the defense
0: and everything. So it's, 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 interesting. And we'll pull up the unfortunate losing play here in the Grizzlies jazz game. Uh, this one also got a little bit out of hand, but Colin Sexton only gets three minutes before an injury takes him out of the game. Uh, John Morant also does not cover, but feeling maybe if like, maybe if John Morant, sorry, maybe if Sexton was playing, this all plays out differently, but um, chalk that up with a loss next to the Brandon Ingram. Okay. Um, any, any thoughts on this, this one?
1: it's interesting that Jamuran had the worst game of second worst game of the season when we bet on him in a great matchup i mean he had 26 field goal attempts in this game shot 8 from 26 and shot 3 from 8 from the free throw line like expected numbers of, of, of so expected numbers for Jamuran when he shot shoot 26 times and get 8 free throws is like 35 points and he mm-hmm. had 20 points so i <laughs> that's that's unbelievable but Colin and injury in three, minute,
0: 3 minutes into the game like settled this bet so yeah. nothing yeah. we could and this, Brandon Ingram got out to a really slow start where he wasn't even playing he just wasn't shooting very much i think he was 3 of 7 at halftime with for 8 points uh, great second half but the lakers blow out the new orleans pelicans if it wasn't for the blowout Brandon Ingram gets those last three and a half or so minutes. And maybe this one does cover in the end.
1: So I'll first say Brandon Ingram is amazing shot maker, like unbelievably good. And here is why. So the first quarter started with Jared Vanderbilt and I didn't expect him to start. And they started Jared Vanderbilt and he did amazing job defending Brandon Ingram. And not only that, he did amazing job. They didn't, so they blitzed him, hedged him, trapped him, double team him. He did everything they possibly could to stop Brandon Ingram, and he will still cover. He he didn't leave the game with four minutes left. So that's how great he is, and that's how hard he works to find a way to score on Lakers. Because like he it wasn't not like he wasn't shooting in the first half. He was unable to shoot. He still scored amazing difficult shots. And it was very aggressive. So, yeah, this one hurts because I think if, it, if this wasn't a lot, I think we could see Ingram 30-plus points easily because in the last couple of minutes of the game, he's ultra, ultra aggressive, getting to the line, driving to the rim, and no one is getting shots besides him. So, yeah, I think this one one of the worst beats of the season.
0: And, and, yeah, like I said about the hook counter, uh, it's one win, five losses. I thought, I mean, it is a very small sample. I guess in a larger sample, yeah. that'd be unlikely. But it's just like, come on, five five to one on the hook counter. Uh, uh, it does, I, does feel I, I a little to, bit unlucky. want to add something else. Uh, Lakers,
1: uh, this kind of Lakers team is really, really good. They played great last night. Like,
0: yeah, they did. Finally, yeah. everyone, everyone, LeBron back and playing. Yeah, it was very interesting. I, I'm, I I do like LeBron, so I'm interested to see how this all works going forward. His health is a concern, but he's going to get a nice all-star break to recover. So uh, I think they'd come out firing uh, once the games resume next Thursday. This is, of course, the last show before the all-star break. There's no games tomorrow. Uh, a little bit later on in this show, we will be going through some all-star game betting tips, some leans that we have for the game to add a little bit of action to the weekend. So stay tuned for that. We're also uh, going to talk a little bit extra about the Chicago Bulls, um, <laughs> Aaron does not want us to go through more on the Bulls, but uh, we got we got it. They, we we absolutely have to. But before that, we are going to go through the official pick for today's show. Only one official play. It is a small slate, but we are going to uh, pretty much the same uh, or, or a similar play to we had last week involving Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Here is the play. So
1: we are betting on Edwards over 24 and a half points combined with Rudy Gobert over 11 and a half points, means 105 DraftKings. And the reason for this bet is matchup. That's that's the, like, the the Wizards are a great matchup for both. And the second reason is Mike Conley playing at at the Creator and Jordan McLaughlin getting back. So they have like 48 minutes of great creators on, on the floor. Jordan McLaughlin is one of the most underrated players probably in the entire league because he's great, great backup point guard. And they miss him. He was out like for 75% of the season. And I just love him. And Goubert is playing second unit and he has a good chemistry with him. Kyle Anderson could be back. So they could have like three great creators on the team which will make life so much easier for, for Edwards and Gobert because all three players are past first players and not shooting much, which will only increase usage for Edwards and quality of the looks for Edwards and Gobert. And yeah, just like, these are a great matchup for, 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 open, for scoring for, for the first offensive options. Last time they played, Edwards scored 29, even with thumbs playing. So it was thumbs, and everyone was healthy. The Angelo Russell Towns and Edwards got 29. And if you take a look at Edwards' form, like he didn't cover only against the Memphis. And all those are not covering were due to the blowouts. This is a game with 2.5 spread. I actually think this should be even, even spread. Like there isn't like 50 50, completely 50 50 game. Because I think at the moment, are, with healthy Bill, Kuzma and Porzingis, Garford, like everyone on this team, I think this team is better, but they are playing on, on the road. So I will just give it like even even game, like one point spread uh, at best. So I project this game to be close and hope it's close. So these two guys can, can, can cover these lines.
0: You mentioned Mike Conley. We spoke about this as well on our trade deadline stream and after the fact and where matchups we can find some extra value in Rudy Gobert is one that definitely you can find that. It seems like the Timberwolves traded for Conley just to improve Rudy Gobert. Uh, In fact, you went as far as to say this is just to make the trade look better. This is not really much about winning. It's about looking better for giving away four first round picks and Walker Kessler the Utah Jazz and Kessler looks like an outstanding pick, uh, that the Minnesota Timberwolves made. So, five first round picks. So, um, hopefully, he's looking better tonight in this play as we have him on this same game parlay. Okay, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: so, so the last game, the first game with Mike Conley, they, they were playing uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, and that really didn't go, it was a terrible game for everyone. They lost by 20, and then next game, they beat Dallas Mavericks. Beat Doncic, and Kyrie. And Edward scored 32 points, and Gobert had 21. And that's the second-highest scoring game for Gobert since over the last two months, or even more. So it, it, it looks like he opened up something
0: for, for for Gobert. And, yeah. All right. Let's transition now into, before we go into the All-Star uh, talk we're gonna go back to the recap talk about one of the winning plays uh is something that piss wanted to talk about this was in the pacers bet where we do get the win on Halliburton and Buddy Heald on on the same game parlay but it was a very slow start by the Indiana Pacers the Chicago Bulls did get out to a 24 point lead um the Bulls lost the Bulls have lost five in a row we spoke about them a lot this week but you you can't it, it's Every day it's something worse. They blow a 24-point lead here. And something of interest uh, to Pips in this one was that uh, the Indiana Pacers went with a pretty weird starting lineup here. They decided to go with T.J. McConnell from the start, uh, and Pacers head coach Carlisle said that this was not a great coaching idea. Uh, Pips, you wanted to elaborate on kind of your thoughts about the way the Pacers started and ultimately where it all falls apart for the Bulls once again.
1: So I wouldn't say, like, okay, the, when you look at the result, both blow out the lead. But in the first place, the coach gave them that lead with starting TJ McConnell. Like, that's one of the worst the ideas uh, anyone had in the, this entire season. When I saw TJ McConnell starting, I was, like, so confused. Like, this cannot work, like, on any level. I, I spoke to a couple of people and said, like, look at this, like, this won't work, like, they will get annihilated. And they scored 12 points in the first 11 minutes. And yep. that's why, because they were, they were playing T.J. McConnell, like, so for, for instance, like, you have, like, I think the idea was to, like, have Halliburton playing more off the ball, which has some some common sense, if T.J. McConnell was a great shooter. But you had, like, Tyrese Halliburton, driving to the rim, and then the only option to kick out the ball was T.J. McConnell wide open on the three, and that ended up with the biggest brick of the night. And what I did to body healed, players that usually track body healed running off the screens could just focus two players on body healed and leave T.J. McConnell wide open. So you have no, no openings for body healed. You don't have options. From Halliburton to pass, and you have wide open TJ McConnell. Like that completely locked down their offense. And we had Halliburton assist, which is not working clearly with TJ McConnell. That's like with TJ starting, I was like thinking to bet under Halliburton assist, and it will be a winner because these 10 minutes with TJ McConnell, Halliburton had zero assists. Yes. And healed in the first quarter, had zero field goal attempts. Like he didn't touch the ball at all. Like it didn't make any sense. In the second half, second half, he went back to Nemhard. He'll scores five threes in a quarter. <laughs> and Halliburton Knox get up to the like seven assists. And they win the game. Yes. Like it was so simple. Like so like if they started the game the same way, I think we could see a blowout by the Pacers and Hill scoring like five, six threes, and getting to a ten assist. This first quarter, like, ruined completely the game, but fortunately, he gave up on that in the second half, and they made the the run back. Like, it just amazes me that NBA coach on that level is able to do some, that, that kind of mistake, when even some, like, like, casual fans can figure out that, that
0: doesn't have any sense to it. And, and a testament to Chicago that they still could not win this game. Yesterday, we talked about how lucky they've been with opposition shooting percentages. Well, in this case, they got lucky with opposition matchups, and they still it still could not take advantage. I mean, I, I honestly feel bad for Chicago fans. Like, like this is such a soul-sucking team to be watching right now. I, 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 I don't even know how that would feel to watch all that unfold yet again. Uh, against the Indiana Pacers here. But <clears throat> we've spoken enough about the Chicago Bulls in the last week or so. So we're going to move out of that. We're going to go to NBA All-Star Game, betting advice, leans, anything related to the weekend of the, all the festivities and the game. Just a second here. Um, we're going to be back on Pick and Roll on Thursday with this specific show. Uh, we're not. We're, it's not going to be a complete dry week of content, though, over here from an NBA perspective. I will be likely doing some content next week talking about... Team Futures and Player Futures. I imagine those will be separate videos next week. I will be involved in those. Pips will be enjoying a nice little vacation away from the game. Uh, so we'll, we'll give him some nice time off there. I'll also be streaming live for the NBA All-Star Skills Competition. So the skills contest, three-point contest, dunk contest on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel. That's where me and Pips did our deadline stream. I'll be going live there on Saturday with some other guests that we need to finalize there. But... Uh, before we go into the also stuff, remind you guys to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel as well, show your support to the board, and pick and roll. All right.
1: I I mean you 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 can pull up like the odds for competitions yeah, like, yeah. like live now. I didn't check out a oh, lot. I've got them just... ready.
0: Listen, yeah. I I know what I'm doing as a producer. <laughs> I've got them ready <laughs> to go here. NBA All-Star Game is set to take place this weekend in Utah. We had a bit of a change to the three-point contest, but we're going to go through all the skills contest, three-point contest, dunk contest, all the odds there, as well as the game odds to try to find you the best lines, the best bets that you can make. All right, production producer here. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I got it ready. We have all of the lines up here I found of that have any sort of significance here. So we have the skills challenge which is a three-team festivity now. We have the actual game, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. The, the teams have not been picked yet, by the way. We have the three-point contest. Julius Randle, by the way, has just been announced to re- be replacing Anthony Simons, who's going to miss this one through injury. How they decided to allow it Julius, to be Julius yeah. Randle. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was my reaction when I saw that about 30 minutes ago. And we also have the dunk contest, maybe the most anticipated event although no high caliber players but maybe some high caliber dunkers over here. So, Pips, um anything jumping out to you that you see on the list here?
1: So, like the skills skills challenge it, 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 is that changed this season or like it's still the same way of the competition? Uh, It's
0: the same as it was last year. So it's like a gauntlet, first of all. Then there's like a shooting competition where you shoot from different spots in the court. Uh, It's not all like three-point centric, but there are three-pointers involved. There's dribbling involved. There's passing involved. Um, Who who, out of all these
1: players, like only one can make a (laughs) three-pointer?
0: Yeah, that's likely why there's such a, a... The, the team on is such underdogs here. Um Thanassis isn't much of a shooter. Alex on yeah, granted is the uh, best of the brothers, Ivy, but he's still not great.
1: Banqueiro, Ivy, and Jabari Smith can make the three for his for their lives. There's, so, not, there's, uh,
0: not a lot of, there's not a lot of shooting involved, but there is like there is some shooting involved. I will say you like there are you you every player will have to take at least a couple three pointers.
1: So yeah, I then Probably go with favorites, and that's the the one thing in this competition that's most important part of this is like, will they have fun or will they try hard? Yes. And I Motivation. when I look at Jordan, when I look at Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton, I know they will try hard. Like Colin Sexton will like give one hundred and ten percent in this. Well like Kessler with that trade, he's always trying to prove something, and he's playing like to prove something the entire season. So I can expect the more of the same from him, but he's probably the least talented of the first six with dribbling and passing. And so, but I still like the I think Team Jazz win this like 70% of the time. So, minus, so
0: minus 25 looks nice. So the so the first so there's three events for the for the skills challenge. Uh, the first event is the team relay. So you have to make an outlet pass into a small target. You have to dribble like weaving through obstacles. You have to shoot a uh, take a shot in the lane. Then you have to hit a left corner three and then you have to go to the other basket where you just lay up, dunk, whatever, just score at the basket before your next player can begin. That, that's what you typically see with these skills challenges. The second event is a team passing competition. I've never seen this before, but um, there's three variations of passing. So it's just about passing the ball, short distance, long distance. And the final one is team shooting. There's five spots on the court where I I think you shoot immediately rebound and then pass it to one of your teammates. There is some three-point shots. There's deep threes. There is top of the key. There's elbow extended. And then there's a 10-foot jump shot. So nothing like right at the rim, but very short jumpers involved for that. So... Um, the right balance i think as well is with the team jazz and i kind of agree with with your sentiments on you have to really handicap motivation i think a lot of this is going to be handicapping motivation how motivated are these guys to actually succeed and i'm with you that the team jazz in front of the home crowd um that's probably where i lean and the betting odds uh would support that one i as well. think
1: i think rookies will try hard but no one can shoot on that team. Like Jabari Smith is their best shooter here, and he's not shooting 30% from three. So like that's difficult. Mm-hmm. So I think like Team Jazz has a slight favorite in this one. They like I'm completely ignoring Team Yanis team team at the Kumpo because no one can shoot on that team. So like I'll say like between first two teams, I'll give like 70-30 to to Team Jazz.
0: Okay, so we'll move on from the skills challenge. By the way, if you're listening audio format, it's Team Jazz with Clarkson, Kessler, Sexton at minus 125, Team Rookie with Carroll, Ivy, Jabari Smith at plus 145, and Team Antetokounmpo with Giannis, Thanassis, and Alex, Alex being the one in the G League, the fourth brother, at plus 500. Uh, let's move to the three-point contest. So as I mentioned, Julius Randle is the late addition here. I'll actually read all these out. So we have Buddy Heald at 425, Lillard 450, Kevin Herter plus 500, Jason Tatum plus 550, Tyrese Halliburton plus 550, Tyler Hero plus 550, Lowry Markkinen plus 600, and finally Julius Randle plus 700. I'm actually, it's actually strange. Anthony Simons was a plus 800, and he got replaced by Randall, who's plus 700 not sure how Randall has better odds than assignments at this event, but uh, he's shooting 33% this season. Anywhere you would look and you would lean, uh, Pips, by taking a look at the three-point contest here?
1: Mm, Buddy Hill and
0: Laurie Marken. I was smart. thinking the same thing, actually. Yeah,
1: those will be my two picks. I don't th- like, it's... Kevin Huerta, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton are like the motion shooters. And this is not like the way of shooting that suits them. So I'll like, I'm completely ignoring (laughs) Julius Randle. And the two guys left are Damian Lillard and Tyler Hero. Lillard was already playing in those competitions and never did great, as I can remember. And Tyler Hero, uh, I'm a huge Tyler Hero believer, so I would say Buddy Heal, the best shooter on this list. So plus, so I would say like 50% sh- sh- chance that either Heal or Mark can win this. So getting plus 4, 425 and plus, plus 600, I think that's, that's,
0: that's nice. I was... Uh, actually, also thinking marketing just because of the price here compared to everybody else. Like, I think I think marketing can, can win this event, and he's second uh, second best odds in order to do so. Um, I don't have a ton of faith in a lot of the other guys. Lillard, I agree with, he's struggled in the past. Buddy Heels, a previous three point contest champion, so obviously, he's the, well, not obviously, but he is the favorite here. I, I don't mind Kevin, Kevin Horta here as well, but uh, I, 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 I also lean marketing on this one.
1: I don't like where. He's yeah. great off-screen shooter. Like, he has, Fair like... Not. His shooting form is, like, the, not the way he, he can shoot in the competition. Like, so that's, that, that's my takeaway here. Like, of course, he can win, but I don't think it's, like... like And he's shooting his way down, like, over the last couple of months. So he started red hot and now, now, like, in the 35% zone over the last two months. So I, I'll say, like, Hild and mark but, of course, like, Everyone on this list makes sense besides Julius Randle.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I can see anybody winning it. I'd be shocked if Julius Randle won this, but uh nothing is impossible with these I'm, events. I'm
1: actually I wouldn't be shocked if he has like unbelievable first round, but I don't think he can repeat it twice because That's he's known point. as when he gets caught, like he will make six or seven threes, like I uh, you know against the Raptors, like won one game and he like made six.
0: Like, when he gets shot he can yeah, get yeah, yeah. But I don't think he can repeat it twice. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Somebody, Chance mentions here, Hero has a better chance than most things. As a member of the Pick and Roll show, I am not putting my money on Tyler Hero again in this spot. Um, we've had a lot of bad luck with Tyler Hero on the show. Not that, like, that fact is in a lot. I didn't really want to bet him anyway, but I'm not, I'm definitely not going to. If I'm on the fence, I'm definitely not going with Tyler Hero in, in this scenario. But hey, everybody, like everybody's free, free to do as they please. I, I don't put it past him winning this. Let's go to the dunk contest. Uh, down here. We have Jericho Sims at plus 170, Kenya uh, KJ Martin Jr. At, or KJ Martin at plus two ten, Mac McClung at plus two fifty, and Trey Murphy at plus three twenty. By the way, for all these odds here, uh the white screens are the skills challenge at three-point contest where BetMGM. Uh dunk contest was pulled from DK as well as the game odds. Uh I'm confident you'd be able to find better prices elsewhere if you shopped around. This was just easy, and I know you guys have these books. So Pips, Dunk Contest. Uh, you watch KJ Martin a lot. Anything you see that you might be interested in taking a flyer on from here? Yeah, I'll bet KJ Martin. KJ Martin. Uh any any <laughs> reasoning? You just is that is that a homer pick? Is that you've seen him? Fly in game dunks. What, what, what's the handicap?
1: Yeah, he can fly, man. Like that dude is like like jump, jumping out of trampoline, and he he has some. I don't know if he can pull like interesting dunks. Like it would be like fun, but he man, like his elevation is is amazing. Like he had one season when he like in the span of ten games block Yanis at the Kumpo. Uh, Embiid and uh, LeBron James. Like he can fly. Like he blocked christoph Porzingis, Brook Lopez, seven footers like, all the way, and he has amazing dunks. You can just throw the ball and like turn other side and he'll dunk. So I think KJ will have a great chance of winning it. I think his agility is better than Jericho Sims. Jericho I Sims, agree. Could have like like a huge leap, but I would never was a fan of uh, of like heavy centers in 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 these competitions. So I think KJ Martin has like agility to pull up, pull up, pull up some amazing stuff. Mac McClung, well, who? Like when you, I say you don't, know, who, you don't know who Mac McClung is, I know, but like who? Like casual fan probably. Never heard of him. Well, he he's. Um, he NBA games. I want to put this.
0: I want to put this respectfully. He's like more known for being like a social media presence as a basketball player. Well, he's he's in the G League, I believe, right now. But he is very famous for some like big highlights. Like he is, uh, like he's won a, a lower level dunk contest before. Um, he has insane hops. He's only like six foot two, but he's got really good hops and. I would say this is the person who has the most to gain from winning this event. So I would say he's going in with the highest amount of motivation uh, in terms of can he match the level of somebody like KJ Martin. That's where my questions would come in. But uh, at least how I'm feeling about all this, I agree with you on Jericho Sims. I don't think he has the agility to pull off uh, crazy enough dunks to win this contest. Kenny, uh, KJ Martin, I am leaning towards him. I also just, like I said, for for McClung, it's a little bit bizarre. It's not the first time they've done it. Derek Jones Jr. has been in the G League and he has participated in this before. He also won it as an NBA player. But for an entertainment factor, McClung can definitely bring that. And I think he's got a solid chance. Trey Murphy, I would not bet on here. I I just don't think he's going to be able to compete with these other guys and he was a late addition
1: he has some in-game crazy dunks but i don't think he has like on that level to to perform but Mm -hmm. he has some in-game crazy dunks this season he can dunk for sure like he can leap but i don't know i i I think kj martin has this like i'm watching this dude every night and he's like he can fly man like legit he can be like
0: yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying there. 905 Yada says that uh, Mac was one of the best dunks in high school. That's what really made him popular. Uh, so bringing him in here, I, I don't. I don't put it past them. I would also. I'm not just. By the way, I'm not just agreeing with you on everything, but I also lean KJ Martin here. I did. I actually did quite a bit of research before we did the show for the dunk contest, and KJ Martin I think has the highest upside for this competition. But I also think I might. I might go for a little bit on both here. I believe Mac McClung just because. He has the most to gain from this event. He has the highest motivation. I think he could really put on a show here. So I kind of like that spot on him. Again, I think you could find some better prices.
1: I'll also say say KJ Martin motivation is like 100% for this. Like he's just that dude. Like
0: yeah, can't wait. Certified. All right, let's go to the final piece that we have here. We have the game odds. So this is not very widely available. Uh, BetMGM has Moneyline up. FanDuel has the same spread up here. I'm curious because we don't have the teams yet. They have not been picked yet. All we know is that one team is led by Giannis. One team is led by LeBron. I will say LeBron James has won every single All-Star game since they switched to the format where it's a team captain who does a draft but they are doing, doing the draft right before the game this year. I think that's to circumvent injuries changing the teams too much because I think it was last year Kevin Durant got injured and all of a sudden the game sucked because one team was so stacked compared to the other. It was more than just Kevin Durant, and it made it boring. So this might liven it up a little bit here, but not even knowing the teams yet, LeBron is getting the minus two on the spread at minus 110 here, minus 130 on the money line at DraftKings. I'll i will start here. LeBron is, is not... Fully healthy. He got, uh, I think he got twenty nine minutes yesterday against the Pelicans. Uh, he had a, he was capped at thirty. I, I understand, like LeBron's motivation for All Star games seems to be crazy compared to others. Uh, Giannis has had like huge motivation for All Star games in the past, uh, but I believe he already has an MVP, so I'm not sure if he's going to continue to go like that. Um, I just, I, I just think like LeBron is not fully healthy. And this should be an even game. And plus, and I'm getting like a plus two for Team Giannis. I, I, I think I'm going to be betting Giannis, uh, Team Giannis on the spread at the plus two. Uh, anything I say resonating with you at all, Pips? Anything you, Any thoughts you have into this game without any teams other than knowing who the team captains are?
1: If I need to choose between LeBron and James and Giannis, I will go with Giannis. Because okay. like that that guy is like playing it. It's like it's game seven of the finals in in, in the in the. He doesn't care. Like he will just dunk on people, and he won't care. Like he will get wide open dunk, and he will just dunk on it. And like he, he he's not like trying to make it look like fun. He'll just get his shit down, and that's that's Yannis. <laughs> that's the way I see Yannis playing in those games. Like like people like he will make a layup like he doesn't care he he'll
0: get his points and yeah so i mean this is just difficult i i just i know i'm going to be on the hammer hq watching along for the the all star skills stuff not for the game but just cuz i probably will watch the game i think uh taking a plus 2 where the, i feel like it should be more even i, I think that's I'll a just, that's a fine spot
1: i will just say like oh. There is a huge spot to be bet on the players points in the in the All-Star game. Like last couple of seasons there were so many great spots to take. Like Jokic under points over assists. And Luka Doncic under points because these dudes they don't they don't even try. Like they, they're complete fun making of it. Like and we had some high lines for Doncic and Jokic over the last two seasons. And I don't think they even like trying to score at all in these games because like it's it's huge for the guys from from like from you from the USA and like but these people like Jokic and Doncic from Europe they don't care about all-star at all like they just like go there to to have fun and to like joke around and I I bet the unders last two seasons and they won easily so something to look up to.
0: Interesting. Again, like like we were saying earlier, motivation seems to be the biggest thing with all-star betting. If you can try to like gauge like like Jokic, how much does Jokic really really care about playing in this game when he's the MVP favorite by a, a, a big margin now? And <laughs> his presence and health is important for his team. Like that that's definitely Something significant that you could look to. So I like that information as well. Uh, Sam has come through and said that Team Jazz is plus one hundred on Caesars for that skills challenge. I actually quite like that spot. Pips gives it his thumbs up approval. There. I also I'll
1: just a lot that you need to line shop like crazy for this one. Yes. Like, yeah, this is one of the most important line shopping because the difference can be
0: huge. Yes. Uh, completely agree. Very wide variance from sportsbook to sportsbook for something like this. So like minus 125 on BetMGM to plus 100 C, that's that's a, that's a massive difference to your betting. So thank you for pulling that information. I can see myself uh, dabbling with that one. But that is all from the all-star betting angles and leans. Want to remind you guys that Pick and Roll will be back next Thursday as the NBA gets started again. But there's more content coming on the board YouTube channel. I'll be talking about some futures betting, hopefully a video specific to team futures and player futures going into that Thursday where Pips will be back from his vacation. The NBA will be back from his break, and we'll be back to regular scheduled programming. But for all the content, please make sure you are subscribed to the board. Please make sure you have liked up this stream as well to show your support, help us get on some more recommended pages. Also, remind you guys, Saturday on the Hammer HQ, I'll be going live to for all the dunk contest, three-point contest, skills contests, providing some betting insight as we go. Just hanging out, having a good time. Hope to see you guys there. We will be back on Thursday with Pips, though. So take care, everybody. Enjoy the NBA All-Star break, all the festivities. Enjoy your vacation, Pips. And uh, we will see you next time for more Pick and Roll.